Hey, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Zadarius Smith, Minnesota Vikings. There was always rumors during the draft. Zadarius wanted out. The Vikings did not say anything. They didn't want to tip their hat. They didn't want to do it. But post-draft, they looked at their roster, and they realized, you know what? If he doesn't want to be here, we might as well get something for it. So we'll talk about that next, coming up on the Ron Johnson Show. Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota Podcast. And it starts now. Hey, everyone. It's Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. I want you guys to know this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Just make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com backslash locked on to get started today. And I did it this weekend. I'll talk to Sam a little bit about that. Um, I was able to go to Iowa for my daughter's softball tournament. So I actually got a chance because I know in Minnesota right now, uh, we, we can't use the app, but we can when you travel. And so I went to Iowa and uh, I, had, I had a blast. I'm talking about 10 bucks, people. 10 bucks made me want to watch an entire hockey game and keep track of who was winning and losing. Got some bad information, though. Horrible information from one of the parents because, uh, of course, I'm not a bit. I should have I reached out to Sam and I'll talk, we'll talk about that. But uh, just visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on to get started today. Um, but, Sam, big trade happened over the weekend. Uh, everybody driving wherever you were going, having fun, uh, barbecues in the rain in Minnesota. I heard we weren't here, so we missed that. Zadarius Smith was traded from the Minnesota Vikings to the Cleveland Browns for a bunch of fifth-round picks. And in my opinion, I'm like, I thought it was going to be worth more, but I do. I get the injury in the back, has missed some seasons, uh, missed some games due to injury. Even last season with the Vikings, you know, did come back off injury, but then was still playing injured for a lot of the season. And I looked at, like, some, some, some Cleveland tweets. And Cleveland actually is, like, celebrating a little bit. And that's certain people. Some people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe we did this. This is stupid. But there are some Cleveland people saying, you know what, we didn't even give up a lot for him. And, you know, if, if he has even a semblance of three years ago with the Packers, it actually the start of the Viking season, we have a good pass rusher uh, for this team. And Deshaun Watson is going to get to start the whole season off. So, 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 so Browns fans are kind of happy. Vikings fans are like a bunch of fifth round picks. That's it. I don't know if you could have got much more, Sam, but I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I just I think it's incredibly disappointing to lose a Pro Bowl caliber pass rusher for for very little. I mean, sure. it, you you get two fifth round picks, and I think they had to give up a sixth and a seventh as well to kind of even, make that trade even a little more more even. And it sounds like they're they're taking on some of his salary. They're not even getting rid of the whole salary. Right. Um, it, I, it's just unfortunate that they signed him to a pretty fair deal last off season when he was coming off kind of a missed year. Um, and then he had, he kind of blows up right for half the season was really one of the best in the NFL. Um, and then they apparently kind of hit uh, a, a roadblock in contract negotiations. He wanted, I assume more money and the Vikings weren't willing to cave. Yeah. I'm just bummed out. I'm bummed out that 
the Vikings weren't able to to see that contract out because they they signed him to a really good contract, I thought. And uh, it's it's too bad when the salary cap gets in your way like this because the Vikings, right? I mean, they've they've had this for years where they just don't have the capital to always keep some of these veterans. Right. And 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 I we'll talk about this in the next segment, Ron. I could see them. I, I think this is a little bit of a downgrade. I think it's a little bit of a downgrade losing Zadarius. You've got Marcus Davenport, um, but he could very well flourish in Cleveland. Who, by the way, Cleveland now has Dalvin Tomlinson and Zadarius Smith on that defensive line. Yeah, so he reworked the deal. Here's the reworked deal. Instead of his, uh, he was going to get like fourteen and a half million dollars. He's getting eleven point seventy five million dollars this year as part of the reworked deal. Um, and then he'll get a chance to text, test free agency next year. So basically, he got out of a year of his deal. He'll become a free agent after this year. Uh, when you look at Cleveland, so this is where the Cleveland side of this, he's going to join Miles Garrett, Anthony Walker Jr., uh, Denzel Ward, Grant Delpit, two really good uh, defensive backs, and Grant Newsom, or sorry, Greg Newsom II. Um, you know, in addition, he fills the void where Cleveland, of course, Jadavion Clowney. And I made jokes about, you know, the Vikings should look at Jadavion Clowney. Uh, but I know he's going to he's gonna fill in that spot. They say for Minnesota, you're right, Sam, he did give up. They gave up a sixth and a seventh round pick. They received a 2004, or sorry, 24 in 2025. Uh, fifth round, I wonder who the uh, 2020, 2004 fifth round picks were. I love to look back and see, like, I wish you can do, like, we're going to go back to 2004. We want that pick. Whoever that is right now, give it to them. But no, that was 20 <laughs> years ago. Who knows who it is? Um, but the 2024, 2025 fifth round picks the Vikings get. Uh, the Vikings get rid of Zadari Smith with that. And like you said, yeah, they did that to balance out the trade. So they upgraded their their sixth and seventh round picks to fifth round picks. Who knows what those could turn into? Um, you know, we'll, we'll take a look at, you know, guys this year like Jay Ward and some of those picks. We're like, hey, fifth round picks might not be all that bad but you'll you never know until you make the draft uh and you see what happens when you look at um the grades and again I always call this monopoly money with these grades right now just one outlet because i haven't gone through the rest but they're giving the browns an a plus an a plus because they needed a, a roster bolster for pass rush just 34 quarterback takedowns in 2022 and then if you take Garrett Sacks away, or sorry, Sacks totals, the Browns average just one sack a game. Uh, so if you take away Garrett uh, Garrett Sacks, the rest of the team, one sack a game. So it was really a Garrett driven. So now hmm. it, it, he can't say meet me at the quarterback 2.0. So I don't know if now it's going to be – because you know Zadarius. Like I, I've, I've watched him now the last couple of years, Packers, now Vikings. He's going to create a persona there with, you know, Miles Garrett. Now, who knows what it's going to be? It's going to be helmets off to the quarterback because we know Miles Garrett likes to hit quarterbacks in the head with his own helmet when it comes off. Uh, shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, who was that? Oh, Mason Rudolph was the quarterback <laughs> when they got into a fight. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It was meet me at the quarterback 2.0. I don't know. He, he better not say meet me at the quarterback 3.0 because that's corny. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what his persona becomes with the Browns. Um, but then the Vikings got a B, Sam. They said the Vikings got a B, hmm. which is not bad. Like hmm. a B, you're eligible to play sports. A B, you're a 3.2, 3.0 student. So B is not bad. Um, they're saying for a player of Smith's caliber, and it's kind of like you. Um, he said they thought they'd be able to get more. And so they agree with you, Sam, that this seems like a fifth, two fifth-round picks, like upgrading your two fifth-round picks and having to give up a sixth and seventh. They just thought you could have got more. 
Um, but again, kind of like the Aaron Rodgers situation, once a player puts it out there that they don't want to be there or they, their, their agent leaks it to, you know, Adam Schefter or whoever, you, you, your hands are tied because every team you call, they know, like he doesn't want to be there. So I'm not, no, I'm not giving you a fourth or a third. Like you don't want to be there. Call me, but here's what we want to offer you. Let me know what everybody else wants to offer you. And I guarantee that's what's happened. They're saying, look, we'll give you two fifths. You give us your sixth and seventh. We'll take Zadarius off your hands. You're going to pay four, five million dollars of his salary. Let's call it quits. And then they walk away from the table. And then they go off and they check the other suitors and other people. And then they come back as a group and they say, "Well, look, do we want to trade them to the NFC like the Packers did? Uh, no, we don't. We don't want to have to play them. Uh, where can we send them? All right, let's send them to Cleveland. We don't want to. We don't want to. Uh, we don't want to deal with that. And a lot of people always say Cleveland is where some careers go to die. Um. Because they are they are a cursed franchise. I, I played for Ernest Biner was my coach. He was our running backs coach and our special teams coach when I was with the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, I heard all the stories about the Ernest Biner uh, issues. Also, the Baltimore Ravens, we were the Cleveland. I mean, we were the Cleveland Browns. Like our team, not me. I was a part of that move. But our, our owners, the Models, left in the in the in the in the middle of the night and drove to Baltimore. Never told never told the people they were leaving. Just dipped. We're out of here. So when we went to play Cleveland as a Raven, Cleveland hates the Models. Literally hates them because they took their team away. And so I just feel like, and then that, you know, Ernest Biner with the fumble um, in the playoffs. I just think their their franchise is cursed. And so not, not I'm not wishing that on Zadarius. That's just a if if I'm a coach or a GM and I'm like, where can I trade him? I'm not trading them somewhere where I think he can flourish. I'm also not doing it on purpose, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm trading somewhere where I won't have to face them until maybe the Super Bowl. We know the Cleveland Browns are not going to the Super Bowl. So I don't know, Sam, what do you think? B and A, A plus, they said A plus, not just A, A plus for the Browns and then a B for the Vikings. Yeah, I think it's a great trade for the Browns. I mean, I'm not losing sleep. If I'm them, I'm not losing sleep over the picks at all. Right. Um, if you get to Darius Smith and it is only for one year, for them, but the, the price is right. I mean, they're right. paying someone who was a, a arguably a top ten edge rusher last true, year, true. way if he's below healthy. way below market value. He might be healthier. Yep, I I think and I I think it's worse than a B for the Vikings. However, uh, presumably you've saved some money. Yeah, like you're you're paying a little bit of the salary, but you've probably saved some money. Yep. Can you reinvest this in a veteran cornerback who's still on the market? Because there's a lot of them. There's a lot right. of a lot of older, like 28, 29, 30-year-old corners just sitting there. Like, um, can you use this money to either sign one of them or can you use it to up that Daniil Hunter salary, make sure that that extension gets done so at least you don't lose Daniil? Because that's still unresolved right. too, Ron. Yeah, and this article doesn't actually say what the Vikings took on in salary. So just for mm -hmm. the people out there that really listen for the everydayers or the, the super hardcore cap uh capologists out there um i'm just guessing five million because that was his guaranteed base salary and so in the nine in the uh in the nine and a half sorry 9.4 million dollar base with a with a five million dollar guarantee uh was what he was going to receive and so that's why i just say my guess is that five million dollar guarantee is like well look we we're gonna have to pay that anyway if we cut him uh so we'll take that on and then you guys take him and then you know we re rework his deal, which he looks like he's going to get an $11.75 million a year uh, deal, part of his rework deal, but just one year deal. Like you said, he'll get to test free agency. So I'm just guessing 5 million seems like a nice number of that 11.75. Maybe the Vikings say, look, we'll take on the five. You guys give him the rest. Um, but that way we don't have to pay him the whole 14 million, which is kind of like Adam Thielen. I mean, that was similar numbers. 
Adam right. Thielen was uh, what guaranteed like 19 million or something there, somewhere in there or something. And we were all saying like, oh, maybe nine, maybe 10. And then, of course, we had uh, Blake Barrett on and Blake said, we're not a $10 million decoy. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be a $10, $11 million decoy. Uh, so I'm guessing, like, because I remember that was the number we kept, th- I kept throwing out during our show the whole time with the whole Adam Thielen thing. So we were dead on. We were dead on with that number, too. So I'm guessing Zedarius is right around there. Um, but again, it, it, we won't know. Like, these, I always call it monopoly money. These gra- draft grades, all that stuff, these are monopoly money. Like, the Skip Bayless, I don't know if you just saw this, but I posted this on my uh, Instagram. That's 3Ron Johnson, by the way, people on Instagram. 3Ron Johnson on Twitter, Instagram, so you can find me either way. 3Ron Johnson, the number three, and then Ron Johnson. I posted the Skip Bayless from a couple years, not a couple, a while ago, when, when Baker Mayfield was drafted. I think it was after his first season. And, and again, I, I know some people say stuff just to be viral, like Reggie Wilson saying the Vikings are going to be nine and eight. I feel like he said that just to go viral. But Skip Bayless said, Mark my words. This would say mark my words, which I'm, I love how people bring these things back when it's time to like rehash this out. Because LeBron is going to the uh, Western Conference Finals, and so somebody posted. He said Baker Mayfield will have a bigger impact on Cleveland than LeBron ever will. He will be a bigger star and will have a bigger impact than LeBron ever could. He's like, you mark my words. There's going to be a lot of talk of play in January and possibly February with Johnny Manziel and uh, or or I think it was a Baker, maybe Baker Mayfield or Johnny Manziel. One of, I think it was Baker Mayfield uh, and uh, Josh Gordon. Okay. Hot take. Hot take. So hot. It's cold. Like, I mean, it's like, what, what are you doing? And when I say so hot, it's cold, people. If you ever have dry ice, it can burn you. And it's that it burns your skin off, like if you touch it. Um, but come on now, skip like. So that's why I say these pre talks when you see stuff happen, like when they saw Baker Mayfield with Josh Gordon. Oh, and again, Josh Gordon was is, was legit. Like he ran into some issues off the field, blah blah. But people always throw these draft grades. I always throw these comparisons out, like when they were saying, uh, um, I forgot the quarterbacks, Josh Rosen and somebody else would be better than Russell or uh, not Russell Wilson, but uh, Cam Newton or something. Like that. I can't remember, can't remember who it was, but it was like he threw out three, two quarterbacks that he thought would be better in the draft or something like better than Josh Allen. I, it was, it was, it was like ridiculous though. And so when you think about all this, all these early takes, A plus, we'll see. Zadarius may never play for the Browns more than three games. Like his back might go out and he's done because he's older and he's had the back issues. His back goes out. Is that an A plus anymore? No. The Vikings might take, and we'll talk about this in the next segment, the guys they got, but they might take those guys and go 12 and 5. Is that a B plus? No, it's an A because they got rid of that salary and they're still 12 and 5 and they're going to the playoffs and they're the, AFC, they're the uh, NFC champs. Again, I don't know how Reggie thought 9 and 8 was going to get the NFC champs. I haven't done the math yet, but Friday, we're going to do some math. I can't wait to Friday because we're going to math this thing up. We're going to re-talk about our, our predictions, and we're just going to go through the schedule a little bit and talk about wins and losses and, and talk about the, the the opponent because my guess is it's the Lions. Nothing is the Bears. I'm sorry, Bears. We're going to do a little Lions-Packers on Friday. We're going to kind of walk through their schedule and, and give our predictions of what we think the Lions and the Packers are going to be. Maybe we'll do the whole NFC North just to not leave the Bears out because that's not fair. 
Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then I also want to get Lauren Screenden back on. I'm gonna uh because the Bears, yep. she was in the Bears video, so I want to get her her takes on it. I had a cameo on the Vikings, she had a cameo on the Bears. I haven't watched the Bears, I need to see because you told me Spice Adams was in it, so maybe I need to get Spice on too. First, I want to talk about my weekend in uh Iowa from a fan perspective. So I finally I got on and that no sweat first bet. It worked, it unlocked. The minute Beautiful. I the minute I made my first five dollar bet. I got a $150 little link. It, it literally it popped up on the app. It said, hey, would you like to use $150? Sure. Why not? Okay. Well, who did I put that $150 on? And I'm, I cannot believe I did this. It's coming up, though, Tuesday. I put it on the Nuggets, Sam. I put the entire $150 on the Nuggets to beat the Lakers to cover. I think it's five and a half. So I took the five and a half. I just feel like the Lakers are tired. They, they had to put a lot of energy just to beat the Warriors. It was like, oh, we got over the hump. I just feel like flying into Denver, short flight into Denver, I just feel like the Lakers may not have it. Like they may not have what they need to just, you know, get Denver in that first game. So I, I just feel like that's the Lakers' MO as far as their age, being older. Uh, and Denver, the first game of every series has came out firing, and they're rested. They're rested. And the Lakers don't have any – like there's nobody that's going to poke a bear in Denver, like Denver's not going to Dylan Brooks it. They're not going to Steph Curry it with the moments and the Draymond Greens. This is a team that just plays team basketball quietly. So I just don't know if the Lakers can find the energy in game one. So I took my no sweat first bet, Sam, and I put it on the Nuggets. I think it's five and a half. Uh, but I did have some other bets in there. I think I, I, I wager like 30 bucks. I'm not I'm not going to ever bet anything where I'm like sitting back like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'll get paid my mortgage this month. <laughs> Uh, and so, and, and people, I do see there. There's a link on there. If you, if there are any gambling issues, the minute you log into the app, it says that if you have gambling issues, here's the number to call. Um, please don't wager your house on these games because it's too unpredictable. Uh, Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. I'll start there. They are supposed to be the favorite um, over the Seattle Kraken. They lost. It was like a, I think it was a two goal. Um, you, 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 it was they were minus two goals, so meaning they had to win by two goals or more. It was like two, one and a half, I think is what it was. So they had to win by two goals or more. So I bet on Edmonton. I'm like, they're the favorite. Let me come on now. We all know what happened to Edmonton. They lost to the uh Vegas, and I'm like, mm-hmm. come on now. And then Ve- I think Vegas closed them out, right? Vegas is going to the to the Western Conference Finals, correct? Yeah, yep. So, yeah, uh, that was uh, the the the, the girl on my daughter's team is Ashby uh, McKinnis. And uh, her dad, he and I were sitting, we're sitting Mr. out on the pickleball court, sitting on the pickleball court, and he, uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, man, take take Edmonton, like they're they're just hot." And then after the bet, you know, after the game, the next morning, he's like, "Oh, I was wrong." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "You think?" But it was ten bucks, so it's not a big deal. I got, I bet the ten bucks, I got 150 dollars unlocked, and then I put the money on the Lakers. My other one that was super ridiculously funny. <clears throat> LeBron, it said LeBron would have a double-double and the Lakers would win. I'm like, oh, this is, come on now. Closeout game? This is LeBron. This dude, because they blew him out. Now, Steph Curry could have helped me out, made it a closer game. Andrew Mm -hmm. Wiggins, I apologize to, and I I have a testimony on Tuesday. Uh, I got to apologize to Andrew Wiggins. I did not realize he he was hurt, his ribs. Somebody said ribs, and I thought it was Anthony Davis, so I didn't go with Anthony Davis. And that dude had 20 rebounds. So I, I got some misinformation there. That's why. Don't ever listen to people. Do your own research before you make your bets, too, people, if you're really serious about this. Um, 
LeBron had nine rebounds, nine assists. All you had to do was get either one more assist or just throw the ball mm-hmm. out the backboard to yourself and get it back. Do like Dennis Rodman used to do for his triple doubles or double doubles. So one rebound short of a LeBron double double and the Lakers win to cash in. I think it was like plus like 420. Um, so $10 bets, uh, if my math is right, gets me like 42 bucks. So, yeah, but I had fun, though. It was fun. It was fun yeah. to watch the games, like, down to the minute. I'm looking at the box score. So it does. I'm not going to lie. FanDuel does make every moment more. It changes the way you look at your bets. But it's not a FanDuel day right now. Uh, we got it out the way. Uh, this is not a Lakers day. This is not a, uh, a Seattle Kraken day because their time's coming. I think I, I just – and I, I did put a bet on the Dallas Stars. Uh, is there a Series 3-2? Game 7 is coming up. Um, is it tonight? Because I bet on yeah. it. I bet on the yep. stars to close out. So okay. Okay. That's so I tonight. do have I do have one more ten dollar bet for the stars to win game seven. And I don't know, Sam. <clears throat> I know I can change my 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 slip because your bet slips, people. They're not locked in stone. You can go back in, you can edit them if you need to, if you need to add to parlays, remove from parlays. So I'm actually saying before before we jump into this is Darius Smith talk. Who's gonna win? Seattle Kraken or the Dallas Stars? The the Kraken have defied logic the whole postseason. I mean, yeah. they they are not as good a team as Dallas, but you know what? They also weren't as good a team as Colorado, and they beat Colorado, the defending champs, in seven games. They they've just got whatever it takes to win in the postseason. They have it. Like they have that mentality. They have that that tenacity. I I do suspect Ron. I think you're on the right side of this, though. I think that eventually <clears throat> they'll, they'll come back to earth. I think that Dallas's talent will win out in this game. And I think their goaltending is better. Got it. So I, I would be on Dallas's side of this. Are, do you have it now? Do you have it money line? Do you have it one and a half? What, what's your bet? Um, I took, so let me go to my bet slip. I took Dallas stars one and a half. Okay. I don't know if that's so, so yeah, winning by two is a little more challenging, but right. you get better odds that way. So Correct. I'm guessing your plus odds 118. plus one eighteen. So yeah, yeah, you're making a little more money with that. Correct. Yeah, because the I, other I, option, I, the other option within the slip, and I'm still looking at, it, I can mess around with it, but the other option within my slip was uh, just the straight money line, Dallas Stars minus two ten. So your money's, your odds are as good there. And for a ten dollar bet, I'm like, you know what? Let me just hope the Dallas Stars can get out there and put two goals in there and win by two, and then I get my money. Uh, Over under also was a uh, five and a half goals, and I don't know if that one was worth taking or not. That's more of a Sam extra. Comment, that's been a question. that series has been wide open like tons of goals in that series now game seven maybe it tightens up a little bit everybody's kind of diving in front of pucks maybe a little bit more right get, keeping the puck out but uh there have been like eight nine goal games in that series yeah because dallas stars uh are the favorites you got a minus 210 for dallas stars or plus 172 for seattle i just took dallas because they looked really good against the wild and i'm like you know what uh, they are the former Minnesota team, and maybe they're cursed. Maybe because being a former Minnesota team, this is about to be the time we finally get our get back in Seattle, an expansion franchise, as well as the Vegas expansion franchises, make it to the Western Conference Finals. But I hope Dallas wins because uh, that would be fun. Also, people know that the app is super easy to use. You can unlock it with your face after you log in. So there's a lot of easy. You don't have to remember your password. Like, oh, I got to keep logging. You don't have to remember your password. Use your face. Uh, very simple to use app. Also, I want you to remember, you can get on Amazon Fire or Roku and get the Locked On Sports Minnesota app, which will give you the Ron Johnson show. It will give you a Friday roundtable. You can see all the videos, all the shows, all the interviews with some NFL players, uh, NBA analysts, 
uh, NHL players. They're all on there. Nate Prosser, you name it. We, we've done it. Uh, Adam Thielen even way back when. And then, of course, Blake Barrett. I, I keep saying that was a great interview. For those who haven't seen it yet, great interview with Blake Barrett. Like he was opened up a vein and was very honest about the NFL and the workings within it and the uh, the things he deals with as an agent. And then his his uh, his athlete, Adam Thielen, and what he went through deciding to go to the Carolina Panthers. Check that out. But before we come back, I'm oh, sorry, before we jump into the uh, breaking down of this Vikings roster currently after the moves, we have a word from our sponsors. Today, we are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. That's Ron Johnson's favorite app. He made a fast break to the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets or the promotion Bet 5, Get 150. Ron used that. It worked great, and he's letting it ride on the Nuggets on Tuesday. It's a safe and secure, very easy-to-use app. You get paid instantly when you win, and there's no better place to bet the playoff action than at America's number one sports book. You can sweat along with Ron Johnson. Game seven, cracking in stars tonight. He's got Dallas's puck line, minus one and a half. FanDuel.com slash locked on for you to learn more. You can claim that no sweat first bet if you're a new customer up to $1,000 back. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. We're now on this Mission Monday. Our mission, Sam, it's a beautiful Mission Monday and also Mission Fast Pitch. They won. They end up winning the championship. That's why my voice is a little raspy. People, sorry for, for those like wondering, like, man, what's going on with Ron's voice? I was yelling and screaming uh, at a bunch of plays. My daughter, uh, again, first tournament, out of town, batting left-handed after three months. Uh, so she's working through some of the struggles of uh, just completely switching from left to right. Uh, but she's doing a great job, laid down some great bunts, had some good hits with her speed, beat out the throws. She did strike out for the first time in a long time. But again, these were elite. I'm talking about this is a 12 year old girl we faced in Iowa that was pitching 59 miles an hour. 59 miles an hour for a 12 year old girl is ridiculous. She's throwing it from 40 feet. So great game. So I was screaming and yelling uh, because one of our games at the end, we won one to nothing. One to nothing. That was wow. to go to the, uh, I think that was go to the championship or the game before the championship, but one to nothing. And the way we won was absolutely like it just made me scream. Like my, I lost my voice. Uh, yeah, it was the game before the. It was it was our last pool play game to make sure we solidified third place. Um, but yeah, the bases were loaded. We're up one nothing. Bases loaded, um, and we got out of it. Uh, I don't know how. I forgot how we got out of it. But I, I remember all I remember is um, bases loaded, one out. I think we got or bases loaded, no outs. I think we threw one of the girls out or some something happened where a girl got out. She got tagged or something. She's out. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Ground ball. Our girl throws it home, tags the girl out at home. So now, and the other girl was out. And so now one out, bases loaded. Next girl strikes out. Now, this is where it gets crazy. Next girl strikes out. Because, and it's only, it was only the second out. And this is a softball baseball rule too. Because first base was occupied, we don't have to throw, it was a drop third strike. We don't have to throw it down to first because first base occupied, batter's out. Where our catcher just throws it to first because, again, mental error. Well, their girl left first base because of a mental error. She just was in the middle standing there because it was a strikeout and she was confused of what was going to happen next. Our girl chases her down. The other girl from second starts running a third. Our first baseman throws it to third. Tagger, game over. It was a crazy sequence. Like, we just knew, like, they're going to score at least one run. We're going to have to go into extra innings. And we ended it one nothing. Uh, we ended up going to being a third seed. Uh, we won our next game. We beat the number two seed. And then we ended up winning the championship game. 
uh, four to nothing because our girls just came alive. And, uh, and the best quote of the of the weekend was the coach. He didn't say it to the parents. He was kind of saying it to the girls, but, you know, parents are kind of listening. Mm-hmm. He, like, yelled out after a catch. My daughter was in right field. She ran probably halfway across right to center, basically, like center field, but, like, by, like, second base, like, between the second base and second baseman. She kind of ran up and caught it at the edge of the grass. Great catch. Running full speed. She even said, like, I, I, didn't, get, I didn't have time to catch it with two hands because I was running too fast. And so she reached out, caught it like on the way down uh, for an out. If that drops, the girl probably, you know, gets a double maybe or who knows what. But he, she makes the catch. Two other big hits to the outfield. Our center fielder makes two good catches. As they're running off the field, our, their coach yells, like, I think we have the best outfield in the Midwest. And all the parents were laughing, but we we're like, we might. Like, we have three of the best, fastest girls playing in the outfield, which is rare in 12U softball because – Usually the outfield girls get hidden out there. Like you put your best players in the infield, especially shortstop, second base, uh, third base, and then you, you your pitcher catcher. But then outfield, it's like, oh, maybe our right and left field, we'll just put some girls out there. The way these girls hit the ball at 12, you, you can't do it. You're going to have a bunch. I watched some games where the outfielders weren't great and fly balls were going right over right field, left field's head. Our girls didn't happen. So that's why we were we won one nothing. We won 5-4. We won 6-4. And then we won the championship 4-0. That was the only game that wasn't exciting was the championship. And of course, some of the girls and my daughter, she's like, that wasn't even fun. Like for nothing. We're like, uh, that was good for the parents. Like we were sick and tired of close games, but that's why my voice sounds like there's people yelling, screaming, whatever. But Sam on this mission Monday, Sam, we need to figure out the mission is, is this Vikings defense going to be better? Is it going to be worse? And were the pieces that swapped, what's the outcome of this? And so, yeah. Sam, I'll start with you. You, you kind of take me there. You were going there with it, with the pieces you thought. So take over. Yeah. All right. Let's go defensive line, linebackers, and then secondary. We'll break it down into three groups. Okay. So last year's starting defensive line. And let, let's include the edge guys in this. So we've got Zedarius and Daniil Hunter on the edge. And last year it was Dalvin Tomlinson, Harrison Phillips, and Jonathan Bullard. That was your defensive line last year. Now, this year, you swap out Dalvin Tomlinson. You add Dean Lowry. You swap out Zedaria Smith now. You've got Marcus Davenport. Those are the two main changes. I think Phillips is still there. Bullard is still there. Uh, Daniil Hunter, for now, is still there. So, two big swaps there, Ron. Do you think the Vikings came out even ahead or behind in those switches? (sighs) Oh. So, okay. So Lowry, so uh, Tomlinson for Lowry. Yep. Zadarius for Davenport. So for those two, Zadarius for Davenport. Um, I'm going to go, so Zadarius for Davenport. That's a tough one. I'm going to go, no, they didn't come out ahead on that one. I, I, but we don't know enough yet. Zadarius is a pro, like you said, he's a pro bowl caliber DN. Uh, I don't think they came out. Now the Lowry piece, I feel like, so one, Tomlinson wasn't always available. The best availability, or sorry, the best ability is availability. That's what my coach has always told me. The best ability is availability. Dalvin Thompson wasn't always available. If Dean Lowry gives you 17 games, I think it's better because I, I think you'll get enough pass rush. And again, this is not a guy. So, so, so Tomlinson too was limited in his ability. He was a nose guard, pretty much nose tackle. Like, yeah, nose tackle. He was rarely a three technique or five. Dean Lowry gives you the ability to flex. Like he can play in the five, which is outside the tight end or tackle. He can play in the three, which is over the guards. 
So, and he also can play, I mean, at 300, over 300 pounds, if you need him to play over the nose, he can do that as well. But I think for Brian Flores, it's about attack angles. Uh, how do I get up to the quarterback more? Because I'm going to play man, uh, not allowing it to just be a four on five, five blockers with four rushers. Like, I think he's really going to find ways to get up to this quarterback uh, like he did with the Miami Dolphins. Because when you create chaos, there will be, there, there's going to be plays and games anyway. So if I'm going to lose a battle or lose a, 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 a situation, I'm going to just shoot bullets at everything. And I think that's where it is. So, so in that instance, no, I don't think I, – I think they they came out on one, and I think it'll be just fine with the Dallin Thomas and versus Lowry. I think the Zadarius, it will be a little bit of a downgrade, but I don't think by much. I don't know, Sam. What do you think? Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, Zadarius was really just uh, – he was a workhorse. I mean, he was always yeah. out there, hurt or not. Davenport, if you look at his snap counts, he's rarely played – more than 500, 600 snaps. He's kind of a kind of a late down pass rusher. I don't know if he's a three down guy. They might try to make him one. Uh, Lowry, Maybe. you're right. Lowry is more of a true pass rusher, I think, than Dalvin Tomlinson. So if you get five sacks out of that spot, that would be much needed. Um, probably not quite as effective against the run, but I I like that. I, I like what he offers. It's something different than Tomlinson, certainly. Correct. And you do need pass rushers if you lose Zedarius. So I, I, I like that one, but I'm with you. Uh, losing Zedarius is a downgrade. So I yeah. think I think altogether it's a little bit of a, a minus for Minnesota. And what's the next one? I know we yep, one more. So, so linebackers, interior linebackers. Uh, you go from Kendricks and Hicks yep. to Asamoah and Hicks. Uh, obviously losing Kendricks hurts, hurts, but what do you think about Asamoah's potential there? I think Asamoah can be a huge um, asset. One, he's a great special teams guy. Um, he has the speed, um, but you, it is going to be a downgrade. Eric Kendricks, you can't replace. And, and Eric Kendricks is not just about on the field. It's off the field. It's the personality. It's being here the longest, so knowing everything now. Kind of your last standing guy on that defense is Harrison Smith. And um, it, it just, I mean, Daniel Hunter's there, but he wasn't, he wasn't like one of the originals with Harrison Smith, Anthony Barr, and uh, Eric Kendricks. Um, and so Eric Kendricks is kind of the last. Or he was, sorry. And now Harrison Smith is it. So in that interior seven, uh, the, the the whole like face of the Vikings defense is changing. So I think you do lose a lot there. So I don't I don't know if you ever can replace that. Um, I think you can find ways to to create a new, like you have to start over. And again, this is my ninth year of doing Vikings game day live. So I've seen a lot of changes. It's just like, but I've been there this whole time with all these guys, Adam Thielen, Eric Kendrick, and Anthony Barr. Um, so it's, it's tough sometimes to even like start to formulate, okay, where, where can they go with this? Um, but again, it's the Brian Flores show. So I'm excited to see that, but no, I don't, I don't, I think you lose that with Eric Kendrick when you lose Eric Kendrick's. Yeah. I think you lose so much mentally with Kendrick's Kendrick's was just so savvy. He could, you know, read offenses like that. Whereas Asamoah might actually bring a lot to the table physically. He just isn't quite as seasoned as Eric Hendricks recognizing, diagnosing what he's seeing on the field. Asamoah, I think could, could he's a, he's just shot out of a cannon, man. I mean, he could make a lot of plays. He just isn't going to galvanize the defense quite the same way that, that Kendricks could. So last right. position here, um, safety to the same. Harrison Smith and Cam Bynum, so you don't need yep. to address that. But cornerback, completely revamped. We go from Patrick Peterson, Shannon Sullivan, and Cam Dantzler mm -hmm. as your starters to, and I don't even know who to say really, but Byron Murphy, 
Andrew Booth Jr. and a Caleb Evans, we'll say, as your your new projected starting three. Uh, what do you think about that exchange? And, and I throw the rookie in there, too, from, from USC. I think he's going to get some burn somewhere in there, whether it's, mm-hmm. it's coming in as a third DB, uh, pushing Byron Murphy into the slot because we know he can play nickel. Um, for the simple fact of injury, age, lack of production, 32-ranked, 31st-ranked defense, I'm going to go the defense has gotten better because they're younger. Um, I think Byron Murphy has proven he can play. Uh, I, I think, you know, again, Makai, the kid from USC, Blackman, um, who knows? We'll see. We'll see what he's going to be. But I, I think a Caleb Evans went healthy, and that's the, the reason. When went healthy, he was really good. 6'4", long. I said this. When he's beat, he's not beat. If you have him by a yard, you don't have him because his arms are so long and he can bat those balls down, which he showed. He's not afraid to come up and make tackles. Um, Andrew Booth was really good in college. It was injury-ridden. Uh, so people bought that up before the draft. He got into the Vikings and got hurt again. Uh, hopefully he can come out healthy, but who knows? But I, I do truly believe um, they got better there. I, I think they got better with the defensive backs, uh, but we will see. But I think the, the thing, and this is what makes the defensive backs better. I think Brian Flores is defense. Like Brian Flores being there, mm-hmm. I think it's going to change the mentality of these DBs as well. So that's why I'm going to give the edge to the new guys are are better there. You've lost so much star power across this defense in Tomlinson, Zedarius, Kendricks, and Peterson. Mm. And for whatever reason, Ron, I just I feel like they're going to be better just because of Flores, um, just because of some of the youth. And they're not going to be as as flashy with the name recognition. But uh, having some some youth injected into this defense, it's kind of a long time coming. It's been a while since the Vikings had a reset like this um and and harrison smith said this a couple weeks ago it's not like you're filling these spots with just empty space like there's Mm -hmm. a there's a person there that's taking these places and they want to succeed too and they want to thrive in their new newfound role so i think that you know whether it's evans or booth or blackman you know clearly whoever's in those spots are going to have to earn it they're going to have to win a competition and I think that they could bring something new to the table because last year's secondary was atrocious. Yeah. So I think there's a there's a lot of room to improve, and they, they very well could. Well, and speaking of improving on your sports, SiriusXM, that's an easy way. You can always listen. I love driving to Iowa, being able to listen to every sport I wanted. I can listen to the basketball game while I'm in the car because it doesn't matter. It goes with you. You can have it on your phone or in your car. As low as $3.99 a month. The Twins play the Dodgers tonight at 9:10 Central. Central. After a good home stand, the Twins head to the West Coast to try and stay hot. You can catch every pitch of the Twins hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search Twins and it'll be right there for you to consume and listen. Well, Sam, we got about four or five minutes left. I'm going to speed through this daily three today. It's going to be a, a Jay-Z one-shot take one minute. It's going to be three questions, one minute each, Sam. Take it away. Beautiful. Uh, Lakers, Nuggets, Heat, Celtics. Those are the two conference finals in the NBA. Can either underdog, the Lakers or the Heat, continue their magical run through the postseason? I think so. The Celtics have proved that they're beatable. Uh, Jimmy Butler brings something to the table that not a lot of teams have, which is absolute dog. He has that dog in him. And so I think there's nothing Jimmy Butler right now can't do because he sees the finish line. He sees it. It's right there. Like sometimes when you're in a race, you can't see the finish line and you get tired. Now Jimmy Butler can see it. 
Like when they were in all these series, they're like, oh, I don't know if we're going to make it. They made it now. Now you're one game away. You can see it. And so for the Lakers, I think so. Anthony Davis, uh, LeBron, uh, Rui Hishimura, uh, and then uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves. Those, those guys are playing great. And, and Anthony Davis does something <clears throat> that a lot of the bigs can't do, which is play stretch with Jokic. And he's comfortable out there with Jokic. So this is going to be a great series because these are two bigs that can shoot but also have good footwork and post. Now, Jokic is bigger. He's stronger. But whenever they want to bully him, they can put LeBron in. So, yes, I think both can do it. All right, second question. I know you're a softball guy. Gophers softball has advanced yeah. to their 10th consecutive uh, NCAA tournament appearance. They go to mm-hmm. the Seattle Regional, and they take on McNeese on Friday. Your thoughts on the Gophers softball team advancing to the big dance? Well, my daughter's softball tournament starts Friday as well, and we'll be playing uh, in Bloomington, Minnesota. Uh, we play two games on Friday night, so I'm going to try to catch both. But yeah, we're, we're big-time Gophers so- softball supporters. I'm um, excited to see this one. Autumn Peace is the Big Ten Pitcher of the Year. Uh, she is the best pitcher in the Big Ten. Uh, that was the huge reason why they go for success this year. They added a lot of pieces. Uh, they added some outfielders They because the girls, they lost. And then Nally didn't heart tag because of COVID, was able to come back, uh, which was their big hitter last year. She's leading off this year. So, yes, I am, uh, I'm very excited for this. The, the big thing now is just getting over the hump. They've made it here. They just can't ever finish. I think this is a year because pitch – It's softball is about pitch-dominant girls, uh, pitch-dominant teams. And the Gophers have a really good pitcher right now. Uh, their backups are, are doing pretty well. Uh, but I think Autumn Peace, the best thing about softball compared to baseball is a pitcher can pitch the entire tournament. There is no pitch count because it's an underhand throw. It doesn't affect your elbow. So she, if she can, there she's going to go as long as she can go. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the Gophers handle the rotation, uh, knowing that maybe if they have a handle on some of these games, she doesn't have to play. But softball, is, it's a game of inches. Like it can be one nothing, it could be six five, like you, or it could be twenty to nothing. You just never know what you're going to get out of your bats, and so yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Yep, I know there was some question whether they'd get in or not, and they did. So that starts yeah. on Friday, and they should have. I mean, they they dominated the Big Ten, so they should have. They were they were the third seed in the Big Ten tournament. That would have been a travesty if they weren't. All right, Ron, you've talked about John Morant on this show in the past, and he's in the news once again. He's been. Yep. Suspended from all team activities after, again, he flashed a gun in an Instagram Live video. So, yeah. Ron, what needs to happen next with John Morant? Um, he needs, he needs, like, he needs friends. Now, his one friend I did see uh, tried to, ch- like, as soon as John pulled the gun out, he tried to, like, turn the camera. Like, oh, man, dude, what are you doing? So his friends do know. Here's the problem. You have a $200 million contract. You have a shoe. You have your own shoe with Nike. Nike is not going to continue to let you sell their shoes with guns. Like, it's just not going to work. Now, this is why I don't like the double standard, though, because all these politicians and everybody else talking about right to bear arms. They want to post pictures with their AR-15s and all this stuff. You're not going to take my guns away. But then the minute a young black kid does it, it's a bad thing. Now, one, he has a a role model. He's driving the car. Why are you pulling out a gun, listening, you know, singing, acting crazy when the gun should be tucked or should be in the glove compartment? Uh, you shouldn't just have a gun out driving like that, waving it like it just doesn't make sense. So I don't know if it's stress because he's mentioned that. I don't know if he's just trying to be somebody he's not. Um, you know, the whole eight mile joke of Clarence's parents had a real good marriage. If you haven't seen eight mile and I know, Sam, you haven't. Uh, but it was a rapper that was trying to be hard and be tough and be a gang member. And he wasn't. 
You went to a private school. His parents had a really good marriage. You came from a really good household. Stop trying to be who you're not. Guys that are on the streets and live, I'm from Detroit. Guys that live on the streets and have to do this stuff, sell drugs, whatever, just to make ends meet, just to try to, you know, they don't have to, but that's the route they take, which is a horrible route. Those guys pray to have a stability, have a, have a stable household, have stability when they go home. Uh, ja has that, and he's he's throwing it all away because uh, people are like, oh, why is it bad? Everybody else gets to carry guns. It's not the fact that he's carrying a gun. It's just how he's doing it. It's very irresponsible. He's in a strip club with it while the team's on the road, so you can't travel with a gun. So whose gun is that? You, your friend just showed up to Denver with a gun, and you're going to carry it? So come on now. Like they're, they're, A and B doesn't always equal C, but C comes next, and see where you're not if you keep doing this. You're not going to be there, and two plus two, Always equals four. Stop trying to make it five because people keep trying to add stuff to. Oh, well, what if what if this and what if this was an AR-15? No, you can't do it. You, you're the face of the NBA. They don't want that. Like, yes, protect yourself. Yes, you're a millionaire. You should you should be able to uh, have a gun. But why are you flashing on Instagram live? Why are you constantly trying to be this guy that you're not? Like, stop doing that. And I think that's the problem. It's not about the gun. It's about how he's carrying it. But that's just my thoughts. Mm hmm. Yeah, well said, Ron. Well said. Well, that'll do it for us today on the Ron Johnson Show. I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom. We want to thank you guys for continuing to like, share, download, comment. And remember, subscribe. Go to YouTube. Get an email address. You already have it. Just go in. Sign into YouTube and then hit that follow button on YouTube. Also, wherever you get your uh, your, your podcast, iTunes, iHeartMedia app, uh, SiriusXM, uh, Spotify. Because, again, you can find Locked On on the SiriusXM app. If you have a SiriusXM in your car, you can now listen to us in your car just by having the app and you can just stream it through your car. You can Bluetooth your phone with your SiriusXM app through your car and now you can ride down the road in the morning, listen to me and Sam break down all the Minnesota sports you want to hear and some national news, of course, as well. But I'm Ron Johnson and Sam, Sam Extra Morning. Thank you guys for joining us. Have a great day.